Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to The Nation. It's always a pleasure. It's always a plus talking to you all on this beautiful night. Um, as we're just going to talk, man, we, we're going to uh, go over a few things, uh, that what, what we need to do in order to stay ahead. And although we write, like, way at the bottom, <laughs> well, second to the bottom of the list, right? Uh, I think that the Giants, uh, I don't think that they're going to fold around and, and turn everything around in the right spots. Looking at their team, it seems like they got the right people in places, but the team is just not going nowhere. And that's just how the Giants look this year. They went out and drafted a Saquon Barkley, and they got a nice, decent tight end. Uh, one can argue they got one of the best wide receivers that's in the nation, right? And uh, and, and they, they, hate, they, they hate to win. That's what it looks like for right now. So they're at the bottom of the deal. Then there's our team, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, one can argue the fact that we shot ourselves in the foot several times uh, throughout the games, and, and we have a quarterback that needs to improve on a lot of things. We can argue those facts, right? We can just sit back and we can argue those facts. And then on top of that, just above us, you have the filthy. Uh, they looking like maybe they can turn the corner. Uh, I saw some weird stat out there as far as uh, Carson. He's still having the exact same or even better stats that he had last year but they are not winning. So I don't know whether or not it's a light switch they'd have to turn on. And, and they, they're running the ball solid. They got decent defenses out there. So, But they struggled against the Jaguars. So it's, it's kind of a, of a weird fashion for me to say, man, <laughs> you know the Redskins is leading the NFC. So it's one of those things like it's weird in a sense. Like right now it just don't feel good. It feels like right now collectively – the Dallas Cowboys should be on top of everything, but we're not. So it's one of those things where we're going to have to figure out something. So in order for us to bounce back, we're going to have to figure out whether or not this wide receiver core can actually win on separation and if Dak Prescott can be responsible of the ball, not fumbling the ball, not turning over the ball. We understand the defense. I saw last night, well, earlier, the Vikings versus the Saints. It looks like they were going to just dominate the Saints. Then all of a sudden, a light switch just turned on. And it was one of those things where they got an interception and they got a fumble or they was able to step in front of the ball and, and just make the sacks and things like that to, to turn this game around or turn their particular game around. And that's what I saw, you know, although one can argue the fact that our defense are the Dallas Cowboys defense is better but it's all about turnovers, takeaways. Um, and it's just one of those things. I'm going to give a shout-out. I'm not live on Facebook right now because I just thought that it would just be too much of going back and forth of adding them. But appreciate the Facebook. I will post this down the line so I'll watch you guys who will have a chance to comment and, and hit this on Ricochet. Uh, shout-out to Money Making Mall uh, for being the first person that's in the chat box. Flows Infinite. Thank you for tuning in. John, thank you for tuning in as well. Uh, Sand the Man, 213. Appreciate you, fam. Thank you for tuning in. He called me Billy D. Harden. <laughs> and thank you as tuning in on the Twitch and the Periscopes and those who be watching this channel from uh, here and there and far and everywhere. Um, it's, it's been one of those things. I actually just finished uh, the 2014 video, just like I did the 2010 video of the Dallas Cowboys versus the Titans. And I'm just going back, although it's like two different teams on both sides of the table, but I like to just go back and just look at older games. Let me know if that's something that you guys still like to do too. 
when I post those old clips or what have you of what the team looked back looked like back in those days. And, all, and another thing, another house ruling too. I posted earlier a video of uh, of Jason Gary going to the baseball game, and uh, well, I didn't post a video. I just agree with Jimmy Johnson. I got a lot of hate mail, and my admins on on uh, Facebook hit me up and said, "Hey." We're going to have to ban this person. We're going to have to ban that person. And, and, it's, and it's rightfully so, guys. Uh, just be responsible. Be careful of your, of your words. Uh, I, I, I'm not a guy that's a, a soft guy. I don't have thin skin. But, my God, if you're putting death threats out there, hey, you know, it is what it is. It's football in a sense. And also, just be respectful. Just that's all I'm asking for. And, and I give people tons and tons and plenty of chances Speak your mind. I love strong opinions, but don't ever let, let it be personal because at, at the end of the day, I'm a man just like you are. Hopefully you are. Or for those ladies out there, and I barely have the ladies come at me, but for those ladies out there, hey, you know, let's just be respectful. Keep it clean. If you have a lot of back and forthness, don't try to get out of character. You know, try to stay within yourself. Don't let the words of somebody else thinking becomes your reality or what have you always try to stay positive always try to look at it from a different angle just because somebody have a different view a different opinion you do not you do not have to really go at somebody personally and and it is what it is it's, it, it it also will elevate you as a person to uh, hit somebody back with kindness because that's how you grow in life we we in this world we we go through so much. We go we struggling with so many other things beyond football. We struggling with so many other things beyond whether it's financial, whether it's somebody who found out that their uncle, cousin, or auntie got cancer, things like that. We can grow beyond that nation, and I believe, and I and I love you guys. At the end of the day, you, we shouldn't all agree. Can you imagine if everybody? I got thirty three thousand people on my YouTube. I got over 15,000 on my Facebook, if everybody agree with every word that I say, how good would that be, right? It would be horrible. I wouldn't even want to do this. I love the interaction. I love the difference opinions of different views and things of that nature. I love that. But let's keep it clean. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> but it is what it is. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat box. We're going to get this thing going one way or another because all of the love and adulations that I have for you guys, I know you have the same thing for the nation. And at the end of the day, I can see and I can read beyond the lines. I know that we just want this team to win. In order for this team to win, you got to look that you got to look at that thing that's on the back of my TV right now. Jason Garrett, although. You know, he's not out there making the plays. He, well, he's making the plays, but he's not out there tackling physically. He's not out there uh, drawing up the plays and actually running the plays in those fashion physically. But all, all a leader does is a leader is supposed to be able to stand high and look far and say, okay, guys, this is the war that we are in. Now, granted, football is shorter than any other sport that's out there. We only have 17 weeks. And you get one week as a buy. 17 weeks, that's 52 weeks in a year, right? So if you minus 52 from 17, you're getting 35. You can maybe subtract another week, 
Maybe you can add in the preseason. So maybe you got 30 weeks to yourself to do whatever you need to do in order to get things going in the right direction as far as personal things and things of that nature. And I do know that player acquisition is 365 days out of a year. And yes, my day job is I'm an analyst. Yes, I analyze things. And that's what I'm looking at. When I analyze this particular team, in order in order for us to get to the right places, we must have to sit back and look where we made our mistakes. Where do we fail? You know, where do we, where do we, where, what was our shortcomings? How can we elevate ourselves from this angle to get to the next angle? What moves that we didn't make? You know, I, I had a similar video about this when the Joneses went, I guess, before the season started. It was during free agency period, and uh, they all decided to go to Bahamas. And I had the same type of thought track. I had the same type of, uh, I guess, vicious attack to, to, to the nation, of, I guess like you can say that. And I forgot how bad people were, were like saying, come on, law. The Joneses deserve to go to Bahamas, wherever they went. I forgot where they went, but they went to somewhere like the Panama or something like that. And, and uh, it was during free agency. And they closed down. They shut down everything because they couldn't sign off on anything. And they didn't even – they looked at Tyron, uh, I think it's Matthews uh, for the Cardinals. I think he got traded to some team. I forgot. But they was like – to the Texans, I believe. They said, no, nah, we don't need this guy. We okay. We love our guys. And then another week went by and there's another player went by and this player went to this team and that player went to another team. And it was just so crazy to me because I said, I was saying to myself, this is the first week of free agency and this team need to get out there and play. Even, even if it's throwing off your opposition and saying, okay, I have a good keen eye on this person and the opposition saying to themselves like, Oh, wow. I don't want <laughs> I don't want the Dallas Cowboys to get said players. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see figure out how I can pay to, pay pay more for this guy. <laughs> Art of War is one hell of a book. If I if you guys never read anything, uh read these books, 48 Laws of Power and read Art of War. Those books, man, can teach you how to just just handle life. Life in general. Life is is simple but yet complex. It's amazing to to me how and let me just talk about this privileges too. You have to earn privilege and also you have to pay for your privacy. Meaning that just because you can study, everybody everybody that's in school or everybody who went to college or what have you, in order for you to walk across that stage before somebody else, you have to put the you got to put in the hard work. Now, I do know that the modern society love to give everybody participation trophies and things of that elk. But no, when you when you want to become summa cum laude or if you want to graduate in the top 10 of your class, in order for you to do that, you have to put in the work. You just can't graduate top 10 in your class and say, well, I'm going to sit around. And I'm not going to study. I'm not going to eat Fruit Loops and I'm going to eat Cheerios all day. No, it don't work that way, fam. Maybe one or two percent of people in the world can do that. But in order for you to get that privilege, if your last name being Walker or if your last name being Thomas and you want to walk across that stage and you got over 400 people in your graduate class or graduating class, you have to put in work to be in the top 10 percent of that particular class. Now, granted, I must say this. 
not everybody can graduate in the top 10 of their class. Not everybody can be one of the first people to walk across that stage. Not everybody is gifted, you see. So in order for you to be gifted in certain factors, you have to put in work. Now, I'm not saying that Jason Garrett is not a gifted, not a brilliant person. He went to Princeton or Harvard, whatever school he went to. I think he went to Princeton. I'm not saying that he's not gifted, but there are people because I was listening and I was reading. I love to read. I read a lot of people comments and they were saying, wait a minute, Jimmy Johnson, he went fishing. And I was talking about everybody have reasonings, but results are what matter, right? Results are everything. And they said, wait a minute, law, Jimmy Johnson, he used to go fishing. There was one in 15. I heard he was going fishing. And, uh, and I said to myself, see, he have a reasoning to go fishing and that's cool. But the results are what's matter. And if you guys don't ever hear anything else, I can, I'm telling you guys, remember this, you can have a reason for whatever you do in life, whatever you at in life, part of that reasoning is because of your decisions. Now, with that being said, Jimmy Johnson, he won when he was playing college, right? He played for Arkansas. He, he actually coached whatever team in Miami. He was coaching that team. I think they won the national championship. And then he went to the NFL. Now, we can call it a calculated move or what have you by going 1-15 and and getting one of the best draft picks out there and then also having and bundling all these picks together and trading Herschel Walker. We can call that luck. But <laughs> there's a saying, when luck falls on you often and more and more and more than times and many, then that's the prepared mind, you see. So Jimmy Johnson was a prepared mind. He was a guy that had his reasonings, but his results matter. And if results turn into hardware, and we've been over 20 years of no hardware, and we have excuses after excuses after excuses, and it's the same results, and they are not favorable right now. So all I'm saying is, after this bye week, we have to see some changes. Whether it be marginal, we want to see some changes. Cowboys collectively, we need to see these changes. Now, I love I love what I saw for Mari Cooper's film. I love what I saw for his tape. I love how he can, he got three levels of his route. And it's hard, man. I'm telling you guys, it's hard to have those three different levels within your route arsenal. Now, with that being said, when you are a technician of your route running, meaning you can go through your first level, then you can go through your second, then there's a third level. My God, he's good out there. But he got a little problem with concentration, the ball bouncing off his hands and things like that. Hopefully, hopefully it would just – one of those things where he's just not focused enough because scouting used to always, well, scouting still says this to this day. <laughs> Sometimes when you've seen it once before, you can see it again. So we saw the separation from Amari Cooper from his first two years. Now he fell off the planet Earth his third year, going into his, well, he's going into his fourth year now. We saw him fall off the planet Earth, right? <laughs> So hopefully he can pair these things together and say, I'm on a new planet right now. Well, I'm on the same planet. Well, I'm in a new stadium, a new under a new system. And now everybody, I'm the center of attention. And also they have Ezekiel Elliott, who's going to give me that 
They're going to try to do the eight and nine man front because regardless of the situation, I think that defensive teams are still saying, well, we, we don't think that Dak Prescott can beat us with his arm. So they're going to still at least tempt and try that. So the best thing that Dak Prescott can do off, coming out of this bye is you don't need a whole plethora of plays out there, believe it or not. When we play, when we play football, we call this thing called bread and butter. And sometimes that bread and butter, sometimes you can go right back to that bread and butter. If it works for you, then good Lord, it can work for you. Ask Jerry, now of course I ain't going to call the elites, the Jerry Rice and the Michael Irvins of the world. And the, um, when, when you saw the, uh, the other players out there who was able to just get, get separation and do these certain plays that people can pick up on, well, the quarterback can pick up on and have that chemistry. Maybe that's possible. We saw a little bit of it, believe it or not, in 2016, Dak Prescott to Bryce Butler. We saw that uh, glimpses of it in 2017. So it's possible, guys. It is possible. It's just the fact that right now <laughs> we got a long, we got a tall order. We have, he went to Princeton. Thank you, man. Uh, I said Penn State or something. So he went to Princeton. Thank you. And uh, University of Miami Hurricane. Shout out to Jackie Smith for regulating everything that's in the chat box. I really appreciate you. I love you too. Uh, so, Almighty Bone, shout out to you, man. Thank you for tuning in too. You know, it's always good. Keith and uh, Simon uh, in Christ, thank you. Warpath, man, one of the coldest names on YouTube. Appreciate you. Um, he says, Garrett is a 500% coach. Best. What do we expect? I mean, <sighs> This is the thing with Coach Garrett, and we all know that he's a brilliant guy. He's smart and intelligent. We understand that portion of it. Now, as far as learning and picking up things on the fly, I mean, sometimes we already know when the game come Monday, we already know just the outfit alone. He's going to have that navy blue Shout out to you too as well. Corville is on my Periscope, man. Appreciate you. Don't forget to hit that like button and share the content. We understand that, right? We pick up some things, but it is what it is. Sometimes, you know, you can be in, into a certain position in your life and you can say, okay, the way that I'm doing it is the way that it needs to be. And, and we can get all involved in emotionally, but it is what it is, you know. So he's the coach of this team. He's been here for over 10 years, if you add the fact that when he was an OC or offensive coordinator. So Jerry Jones, it's hard for Jerry Jones to go back on his words. I, I, I understand where he's coming from. Continuity is everything. We saw it, we saw it work. We saw it work with the Steelers. They held on to their coach forever in a day, and they never fired him. I think that he actually walked away, and they eventually – Got to, got to host the Lombardi Trophy. So uh, we, we can have wishful thinking with this. And, and when somebody have a prepared mind to be dedicated in, in certain factors, one thing I can say uh, to give Garrett a pass on this, this team, this team right here, regardless of the scenario, regardless of the fact, they never let up. They never let, let them down. They always continue to fight. And I love that aspect of this team. And my God, even as a, as a faithful Cowboys supporter, I'm always going to be continue to fight for the Cowboys, regardless of who the quarterback is, who the coach is, who's the owner, because it's just how it is, man. I, I just never fall away or run away from a fight. I'm always rooting for this team. And I know some of you guys feel the, the exact same way. Yes, it's not cool right now watching the Redskins. My cousin and my um, 
my, my uh, stepbrother, he's a diehard Redskins fan. I'm telling you, he 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 cries when they lose, and, and and I can understand his pain sometimes. But at the end of the day, I mean, good lord, the Cowboys. We've been waiting for this for a long time, uh, for this team to just have some fashion of of being consistent. And and if you look at, I think there's a weird stat out there. If you compile all of the win loss records that we had since 1998 or something like that, we are right at 500. We are right at mediocre, you know. And and it's just what it is. <laughs> Joe's, what's up, man? Trolling, what's going on, man? What it do, my brother? Shout out to you, man. Um, it is what it is. Lincoln rallied for offensive coordinator in 2019. Garrett ain't going nowhere. Uh, flows infinite. Man, that Lincoln Riley, my God. He, he's he's a genius. He's a gem. He's an 80s baby. You know how it is. You know, you get these kids, to, we get these people born in the 80s like me. You, you get these, like, creative thinking. Shout out to shout out to everybody that's born in the 80s. I'm not trying to shun or sully or denigrate anybody who's born in the 70s or the 90s. But the 80s, we just something different, you know. But shout out to you, though. No, <laughs> you should... Uh, Shout out Street Money, please. Yeah, shout out to Street Money. Um, first one in this morning, I still don't get a shout out. Street Money, shout out to you, man. Thank you, uh, Miss Jackie, for pointing him out. All right, so we're going to dive into a little bit of uh, Colin Cowherd's uh, show with uh, EJ Manuel. Uh, I like his points of, uh, of uh, Amari Cooper and the whole situation of why he may have regressed in a sense and why he can pick this thing up. And then we can talk about a few other things. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. I'm going to try to hang tight with you guys for for a little while, you know, uh, for, for the night. If, if that's okay with you all, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, let's just listen in to this right here. I really appreciate all you guys. For about five, six years since I met him years ago at the other place. Let's bring in E.J. Manuel, former NFL quarterback. Yeah, e. Who, e. by Manuel. the way, had a very good preseason with the Raiders, and they let you go, which little, it, it's interesting. I, I didn't buy the Gruden stuff. Now, a little insight to, to the Amari Cooper. If you guys uh, tune into the herd or what have you, uh, it's a fantastic show. Uh, although I have different opinions, different views of Colin Cowherd, and, but I'm not going out there and, and attacking this guy personally, right? But uh, the, the the points that he bring home sometimes are valid in, in a sense. But let's listen in to him, and then we can go back and forth. I really appreciate everyone. Stop. Nothing against John. I know him. Yep. I don't think you can be out of the league for ten years. The world's changed. Um, we, you got let go by them. Did you have a feeling that Gruden had just decided coming in you weren't his dude? A little bit. Um, it was basically myself and Connor Cook competing for the backup job behind Derek, and obviously we both knew that Derek was going to be the guy. Sure. Um, I had been the backup the year before, so you know I felt like I had a good chance of earning my job back. But you know I could kind of tell as OTAs, as mini camp, as you know the preseason went on, and I was taking pretty much the third reps in the games or in practice, I kind of felt like I wasn't Coach Gruden's guy. But, you know, for me, I just could control what I could control, and I was just going out there and playing well. I am I know John. He's intense. I think he's smart. I don't know if this is going to work because I don't know if players are going to buy into him. Tell me your 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 experience with John. He's yeah, a TV personality who sure. suddenly went back to coaching. I thought he was great. Um, you know, for, for me as a young quarterback, 
and still considering young, you know, my fifth year, I, I was that, excited to learn from him. Obviously, Coach Gruden was doing a lot with yeah. the uh, Gruden QB camps and yeah. things like that. So that's where I met him from. But, you know, he was teaching us a bunch, and not just, you know, necessarily X's and O's, but the, also the nuances of being a quarterback and, you know, how to have, uh, you know, the moxie, the talking talk the huddle and things like that. So. Moxie. That part was awesome. Now, obviously, when I got let go, I was obviously upset because it put me behind the eight ball. I didn't get a chance to get on with another team. Yeah. But, um, you know, as far as working with him, you know, one-on-one, I thought it was great. EJ, let, let's talk Derek Carr. Um, he had a rough rookie year, came back good with Del Rio. Then he's kind of struggled since. Uh, you know, there's the moment he gets hurt. There's a lot of questions. Right. Is on. Yeah, they're going to talk about uh, Derek Carr and his frustration, his struggles uh, that he had with, I guess, Amari Cooper and what they can see what needed to be improved on and things of that nature. So that's what they're talking about now. Then I'm going to go back and forth and we're going to see what uh, this team can do going in after the bye. As honestly as you can say it, um, do you think he's a 10-year franchise quarterback? If so, why? If not, why? Right. I think he is. Um, main reason being, you know, Derek has all the intangibles that you need to be a, a long-time starting quarterback in the NFL. What do you mean? Um, I'm talking about off the field. You know, obviously he's, a, he's a, been a great player on the field. He's put up numbers. He's had a chance to grow. And I think that's the best thing that the Raiders have done for him, you know, being that they took him in the second round. I think, I think 2014, they allowed him to have those growing pains, right? But, you know, sometimes it's, it's not e as easy as everybody thinks it is. You just said it. Quarterback in, in the NFL is the hardest position in the game. And yeah. obviously he's going to take all the bullets because they're 1-6, 1-7, whatever right now. Um, but I do think he has uh, the the moxie to be a long time quarterback. Do you guys respect him? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, there, you know, now, there was a report last year. Right now, now I should note. I think this is really hard. Mm -hmm. He's a Christian kid. Right, right, right. He, you know, the whole flag issue, the kneeling issue. Yeah. It was tough for yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, I'm not true. blaming anybody. Of course. Okay, it was tough for our network. Right. There were reports that he had ticked off a few dudes yeah. in the room. Yeah. Are those true? I think so. You know, in that moment, I remember that it was uh, before we played the, the Redskins. Yes. And uh, that was the week President Trump was yeah. saying what he said. And obviously we all felt away. And so, you know, it kind of put Derek in a position where it was hard for him to, you know, say, hey, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. It was almost like he had to pick sides. Yes. And he's, he tried to stay as neutral as possible. And I think that might have rubbed some guys the wrong way. But I've been in that position. I've been a, starter, a starting quarterback in that league before, and I know it's extremely hard. You know, you have to – you can't please everybody. And Derek is the kind of guy, like you said, he's a Christian guy. So he's going to be himself, but at the same time, I don't think guys always want to hear necessarily the politically correct thing to say. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of where it was hard for him. Um, I think it was hard for everybody. It was hard for everybody. It was uncomfortable, honestly. It was extremely uncomfortable, and I felt like that game is where our season kind of fell off the, you know, off the road a little bit last year. You know, we got beat pretty bad versus the Redskins, and I felt like that was somewhat of a distraction that we had to face, you know, going into that game. I like EJ Manuel joining us. Um, I like the Amari Cooper move. Now, is he worth a first round pick? Well, wide receivers now are really valuable because they're changing all the rules yeah, for offense. That's true. true um, that. I liked him out of college, and I liked him his first couple years, and then there have been a little bit of statistical regression. People like he doesn't love football, mm -hmm. and, and part of me thinks maybe it's the dysfunction of the Raiders a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes yeah, when they say people, when people say that Amari uh, Cooper just don't love football, that brought up a lot of red flags for me because the first person I thought about was Rolando McClain. 
um, number 55 that played for us uh, back in the days in 2014 and, and 15 and what have you. Seems like forever, right? 2014 seems like forever. It's 2018 now, right? It's a long time. So uh, those things I had big res reservations on uh, with Amari Cooper. Um, it seems as if, though, right now I'm knocking on wood. I'm knocking on some type of wood somewhere. I hope you guys are, too, that um, that that maybe just a, a change of scenery, guys, uh, can, can flip everything around. And uh, EJ Manuel gave us a little manual <laughs> of what happened uh, to the Raiders last year. We know with the divide in the locker room, just never know how those things can come to play. But I think that this locker room, believe it or not, is, is a stronger locker room. I think that Dak Prescott – now him in the temperament of uh, of, of the car for the uh, for the Raiders, maybe they have the same type of off the field intangibles that Emmanuel was just lamenting. But hopefully that when he comes into this new area, and the media and the uh, locker room presence and how they can uplift the young brother Amari Cooper, hopefully that he can just turn on a light switch and he can just be back to those graces that we saw in 2015 and 2016. That Amari Cooper, you know, well, 2015, yeah, 2015 and 2016. Hopefully he can turn in the corner. Uh, he was drafted in 2015, so that, that seems like yesterday, guys. So... Hopefully he can bring those things back up. But let's listen back into uh, Colin Cowherd and uh, see what they have to say. Uh, sometimes it's funny how guys go to certain teams and they pop. Right. Because, like, it's a better organization. For sure, for sure. Tell me what Amari does. You've thrown to him. Yeah. Tell me the strengths of Amari Cooper. Oh, man. Extreme right. speed. Uh, awesome jumping ability. Um, he's strong. Amari's a big guy. You know, I think guys mm. see that he's so fast that they forget that he's actually, I would say, 220, 225 pounds and, you know, running a 4-3. So I think Coop is a great receiver. Um, I think the Cowboys did, a, you know, an awesome thing for themselves and their offense and really for Dak to give him a, a, a basically a number one threat at receiver now with Coop. You know, I think okay. he's the kind of guy that he imposes, you know, a, ma a mismatch every time he goes up against a DB. Do you think he's, uh, some have suggested he's a better slot than a, than a sideline receiver. What do you mm. think? I, I could see him doing well in the slot mainly because he's going against Nichols. He's not going against necessarily the best corner. The best corner. And I'm not saying that Coop can't go against the best corner. The Jalen Ramsey's of the game, who's I think is one of the best quarters, corners in the league. But I think him in the slot, he's so he's so shifty that he can still do the ins and outs of a slot receiver, almost like a Beasley. But he can also go outside too. So that's why I say he he poses so many different mismatches, you know, for defense. Boy, that boy got me crunk right now, boy. I'm telling you, man. He threw to him, although E.J. Manuel is not like the best thing since sliced bread. But my God, don't you guys feel a little crunkness? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I'm geeked up, man. Uh, you can move him inside, meaning you can play him like the uh, slot guy. Maybe you can play him into the opposite side of the slot. You can move Cole Beasley out as the flanker. Man, you can do so many things. And then on top of that, you can insert him as the X, or you can move him around as to the uh, the Y receiver or the Z. Man, it's so many things. Well, it is the flanker too. So there's so many things that you can do when a guy can have three levels of his route running just this. Just hands down, nice. 
all the reservation is will be uh, can he catch the ball when he gets there? And then also, of course, uh, when, when Dak Prescott throw the ball, can it be somewhere in the proximity? And, and I think so. I, I really, 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 really think so. Uh, let me guys let me know down below before I just jump back into the video. Let me see who all we have here, man. I really appreciate you guys. Like I said before, I love you all. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, Almighty Bones, Dak actually won us a game by himself, practically. Uh, yeah, 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 he did that. He showed that. Savage Time, what's good, man? Shout out to Savage Time that's in the chat box, man. You guys go follow Savage Time. Um, Dark Knight, 3215, want Dak to play better. Go five wide. Oh, yeah, that would be nice, and it's possible now. Whoever they bring up. I guess to insert in, uh, I don't know if Deontay Thompson is that guy, but that can be a speed package now. You can send vertical routes up and have one of those guys to come back as a button hook because you can put them all, line them up on all three sides now when Tavon Austin get back. Oh, good. You can line uh, Deontay Thompson. Um, you can put um, Amari Cooper out there, and then we already know what Tavon Austin can do. And then you can have uh, Cole Beasley. Now, this is the thing. Now, if you're going to go that look, you, you if you're putting Dak Prescott under center, believe it or not, man, I'm looking at Dak Prescott throwing the ball under center. I think that that brings in a lot of a better element for him, believe it or not, out, versus passing out of the shotgun. Because when he line up under center, I think the defense thinking, okay, this is going to be the classic rollout play. I like Dak Prescott coming out of a three-step drop, one, two, three, and the ball come out. I like that play versus the five, versus when he's in the, in the shotgun look. He just tends to hold on to the ball just a hair too long. So hopefully during this bye week or during this off week or what have you, that he picked up a, a few things that Amari Cooper likes to do best. And Amari Cooper telling Sanjay Lyles, this is what I need to work on a little bit better. Or Sanjay Lyles picked up some things that he need to work on a little bit better. And we can see the emergence of, Number 13, that is Michael Gallup's, and also the, uh, the, the Mari Cooper. It could be nice, man. It could be really, really nice. Blue Star, salute to you, man. Thank you for tuning in. Jackie Smith, really, really appreciate you. Shedrick Law. Cedric. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's Cedric? Uh, let me know. who the. Oh, Cedric Law. Okay. I love that name, Cedric. I love that name, the law. I love that. L-A-W at the end of your name. Dak and Amari is working together during the bye week. And the wide receiver coach. So all three of those guys are working together. I like that. I like that. Let's, let's listen into what they have to say. For defenses and defensive coordinators. You know, it's funny. I've been tough on uh, Dez and I've been tough on Odell Beckham. But I love Julio Jones because right. I have this belief that when you're a young quarterback in this league, sometimes star receivers you don't even admit it, but yeah, you feel like you, you owe them for looks. For sure, for sure. I thought Dak kind of felt like, God, if I don't throw to Dez, he's going to yeah, freak out. Right. And I felt Eli felt that last year. Right. Like, I owe this guy. Is Amari demanding? Will he be get-me-the-ball guy? Is he high-maintenance? Do you, do you worry about that? I don't think so. He's not high-maintenance at all. Mm. Um, one thing about Coop, he's just going to do what he needs to do to be ready to, go, you know, be ready to play on Sundays. Is he kind of quiet? I think, yeah, he's very quiet. 
Now, yeah. obviously, he will communicate with you. Um, obviously, he spoke to Derek as far as when we were in practice more because D.C. was the starter. But I do remember when I started versus the Ravens last year, he and I had a bunch of communication the week before the Wednesday to Thursday practices, making sure that we were on the same page. And so, yeah, I mean, Coop is a very laid-back guy. That's just him naturally. So I don't think that's a knock on him. Obviously, that's his personality. But I think when he gets the ball in his hands, that's when he lights up. Mitch, I said, um, Mitch Trubisky reminds me of Dak. Right. is that I want to see them run seven to eight times a game. And if they get hurt, they get hurt. Right. But they're both kind of – they've got a Russell Wilson build to them. Yeah. They can, they can, I mean, yeah, you're a thick dude. Yeah, they right. can take. I don't want to see Josh Rosen or Jared Goff run or <laughs> right. Matt Ryan. Right. Is um, We're seeing now a lot of college offense mm-hmm. move into the NFL. Right. It, yeah, I, I just have started noticing it. When did you feel that was happening? Well, even when I was a rookie, I think they tried to implement some things that I did at Florida State, whether it's the, uh, the zone read, um, the run pass options that the Eagles do a bunch with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. And obviously it's productive. You know, I think uh, quarterbacks now, we're, we're more elusive. I don't think we're, you know, 20 years ago, you didn't really see mm-hmm. too many guys that could take off and run. Even like watching Deshaun last night, look at all the plays that he made. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he's almost unstoppable once he, get, once he gets out of the pocket. And he can still, you know, beat you in the pocket. And I think Dak is the same way. So, you know, to me, I felt like 10 years ago, that was a bad thing when you said a quarterback could run. But now I think it's, a, it's almost a positive thing. By the way um you yeah that's good stuff right here man uh really appreciate everybody i think that uh that's all of the uh the, the dak prescott talk that they was going to talk about and then they went on ahead and started talking about baker mayfield and, and how good of a player he is so uh with that being said man that, that is cool man that that is cool to uh to listening in to like EJ Manuel, a guy that uh, that passed the ball to Amari Cooper, who who understands the team that was inside the locker room last year uh, for the Raiders and things of that nature. Um, hopefully, EJ Manuel can find a team. Uh, he seems like he's a very poised and and and, and an intelligent guy. Uh, hopefully, he can land on his feet and find a team. Uh, I think that he lamented the fact that he was released uh, a little too soon before. Um, he was able to get an, an opportunity because a lot of times when you're a quarterback and you're not proven, uh, teams would like to see you in, tra- in training camp before they can just pick you up and say, okay, come on on to this team. But neither here nor there, I, I love that. I love everything I heard uh, from the Colin Cowherd uh, show about uh, Mari Cooper. Now, these are just words, right? So we have to see a little bit something more tangible out there uh, on Monday night. Um, I always love to do this. Uh, guys, give me your predictions of, and I know soon, but give me your predictions of what type of pro- product he would be out there. Amari Cooper uh, is what I'm speaking on. I want to know what you guys have in mind and things of that nature. Uh, shout out time to everybody that's here. Um, uh, this is uh, Dak for... This, well, let me see. Young Wilson, shout out to you, man. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Hawaii, uh, Honolulu, thank you for being in part of this uh, show. Uh, produced by Jer, man. Thank you for tuning in as well. Uh, who else we got? Christopher, thank you. Uh, Rodriguez, A. Yes. So um, it's one of those nights, man, where uh, football is over with for the night. Uh, we saw the L.A. Rams. They are the truth. They, they knocked out the Green Bay Packers. I always love when a team beat the Green Bay Packers. And uh, 
and and, and guys don't forget to <laughs> shout out my papa law because uh, my dad he's a diehard green bay packer fan and, and why we have all these different fans out here in mississippi i don't know you know because i get i guess we don't have a team so i always been rooting for the cowboys since i was born almost and he's been rooting against the cowboys you know how that go um uh, Cole Gallup Amari, dark, who's it? Dark Fortnite. Uh, I can't even say your name, man. It's, I'm gonna have to give you a nickname. Three, two, one, five. I'm gonna give you a nickname. GG, what's good? I feel that EJ wa- wasn't really given a chance. He has the talent. GG, yeah, he do have some talent, man. Uh, I, I liked him coming out of college. He played for Florida State, so I, I, I think that uh, I think he played for Florida, Florida State. I might be off. I think he did though. I think he still has some talent, you know, left in him. If if not, he can be one hell of a backup quarterback that you can put in into a pinch and, and make some moves. Studwood, thank you for tuning in from the Periscope. Appreciate you guys. Go follow Studwood's uh, page there. Chase the Goat. I want Green Bay to win that game. Yeah, yeah, it, it would help out in certain factors if we were kind of close to him, but – yeah, the Rams are doing their thing. Um, also, I think I already mentioned that the Saints won tonight. They they explosive. We got to play them in a few weeks, and and they are nightmarish because they got defenses. They got defensive front. They got some crafty. And I'm talking about crafty cornerbacks who jumps and make plays on the ball. And then on top of that. We already know who Drew Brees is. That their number nine. Good Lord, we already know what he can do. And Michael Tom, Thomas, uh, shout out to the Thomas man. That's crazy, man. What they can do, uh, and it's just going beyond paper now. And I don't even mention Amari Cooper. Uh, not Amari Cooper. What's the what's the running back for the um, uh, Kamara? I think his name. They got a Kamari. Uh, however you say this man's name, number forty one. <laughs> number forty one is is nasty. Number twenty two is nasty. The Saints are loaded. Shout out to Young Wilson for making the donation to help grow the nation, man. I really appreciate that. Draymond Green, what's good, man? Yeah, man, I miss Daz. Yeah, Daz is gone, man. Daz is gone. Uh, Jackie Smith said, "You are welcome, folks. Each week, Cowboys interview two players. Yes, 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 they do." Brad Sham and and uh, Taylor Stern, yes, uh, I think it's uh, somewhere at one of their one of their locations. Yes, indeed, Kamara. Yeah, I'm calling this man uh, Amari, but Kamara. Yeah, Chase to go, man. Appreciate you, man, for putting that down in the chat box. Five and two, bro. The Mad Mexican, uh, the, the 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 Red Skin fan up in here, man. Hey, shout out to you guys. Y'all on top of the mountain right now. You better better stay there now. Better try to figure out a way to stay there. Um, it's it's not cold yet. It's, it's finna get cold. It's finna get cold. So we're going to see whether or not Alex Smith can still pass the ball in the cold weather. We, we're going to see, you know. <laughs> and if uh, Adrian Peterson, who found the fountain of youth, can he stay healthy and things like that. And I want, I want, this is what I want. I want you guys to be completely healthy when we play you all. I think we play you guys on, on Thanksgiving. So, um, I do know that you guys had a few players that was injured. So hopefully we can play a full-fledged Redskins team and we'll see who's the real deal Holyfield from there. Um, um, let me see right here. Blue Star, Eagles, Noval, and Mandra. Yeah. 
yeah, the Eagles, no way. Uh, Almighty Bones, the record doesn't reflect how they suck. This is Almighty Bones. Yeah, man, he landed down over there, man. So uh, with that, Mula F. Pay Me, man, what's good, man? It's been a long time since I've seen your name in the chat box, man. I really appreciate you for uh, being here in the mix. Uh, guys, I do have a podcast. It's LAW Nation. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, join the notification squad. Tell a friend, a foe, or, or anyone out there that uh, you know this guy um, uh, that, that talks Cowboys here and there pretty much almost every day. And he jumps in and he talks. And and although it may seem grim in a certain times, um, I'm always trying to be positive. Uh, I, I want people to understand this right here, that, that we I always use this analogy, and you can use it too. A prize fighter, even when he's losing, he's still swinging. He's still fighting. Uh, and he always keep his head high, you know. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, Nation, we, we may feel like we're we we at the bottom of the bottom, right? But we can still turn this thing around. Um, I, I don't think that the Eagles look like they're just on this path of just being unbeatable. I don't think that the Redskins, I see you. Mexican, mad Mexican. I don't think that the Redskins are are showing us a, a a dominant team like the LA Rams or or what we saw from the Saints or anything like that. So this this division, and I'm not even going to talk about the Giants. Come on now, <laughs> they had the battle of trying to get to the first um, pick of the draft, and they already probably got their eyes set on Justin Hubert, or they already got their eyes set up on somebody to make their team better for next year. So they plan for next year. We trying to get this thing in for this year. Uh, one way or another. Ain't this right, Simon? Yes. Yes. And uh, who else we have out over here, man? Uh, junkyard Dog. Yes. Ain't this right? Ain't this right? <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Uh, 3215, man. Law, stop with the Deontay uh, stuff. When I say five wide, three wide receivers. Cole, Amari, Gallup, Rico. Schultz and sprinkle in some Jarwin here and there. Hey, don't forget about Jamez Olawale. <laughs> Out of those uh, uh, Rico and Schultz and Jarwin, Jamez Olawale runs a better route. And my God, guys, where has where where where, where look for me? Help help me find this guy, Rod Smith. Where where he been? <laughs> What, what, what happened? What happened to him? You know, <laughs> what happened to Rod Smith, man? Bring him in. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Give Ezekiel Elliott a spell when he getting stopped at the line for one, negative one, for one, negative one yard. Maybe bring in the big bruiser. That's why I wanted Bo Scarborough to be out there, although he, he couldn't make the team for Jacksonville Jaguars. But you know how sometimes when you're playing high school football, the first guy or college, some 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 small D-league, college, some smaller colleges out there, when you have that first guy to get off the bus and you say, man, I don't want to hit that guy all day. It, at least have Bo Scarborough to be that guy, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. Urban Family, man, what's good, man? Thank you for tuning in. Esto, thank you for tuning in as well. Guys, I'm going to wrap this thing up, but I really appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for, you know how that go. Or if another thing that I always say when you're up against the struggles, meet it squarely face-to-face, lift your chin, set your shoulders, plant your feet, and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fall. You may conquer. See it through. Black may be the clouds about you, and your future may seem grim, but don't let your nerve desert you. Keep yourself in fighting trim. If worse is bound to happen in spite of all that you do, remember.
Running from it will not save you. See it through. Even hope may seem but futile, then with trouble may be beset. But remember, you facing what other legends have met. Can I name them like the Star Bars of the World, the Rogers, you know what I'm talking about, the, um, uh, the Troy Aikmans, the, the, the Drew Pearsons of the world. Those type of guys that go through these same situations that we went through, the Emmett Smith, the Michael Irvins, the Jay Novacek, the Moose Johnston, and those guys, the old bros from the old days. You know how I'm talking about this thing, right? But you just got to stand firm and fight and still stay up upright and say, guys, whatever you throw at me, I'm going to still fight. And that's what this mantra should be about with the Dallas Cowboys when you put on that silver and blue. Yes, yes, indeed. That should be the mantra all day, even so, twice on Sunday. Let's get this thing going, Jackie Smith. Yes, I love you too. L-O-V-P, the nation, baby. Yes. Go, baby. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. Salute. Yeah. Follow that. Man, follow that Facebook page. Hit that Twitch up, baby. Let's go, baby. Josh, I see you, Skinner. Let's go, baby. Good night, everybody. nation it's all good we're gonna find a way to get this thing going back one way or another let's roll with it let's roll this thing let's continue to stay positive let's go baby